All right. Uh, hello. Welcome. Welcome to Dune. <laughs> Welcome to Dune. Are you embarrassed to do the theme song? No, you know, I'm glad that you brought that up. Um, I feel like with with us starting this new book, like it's time for us to re-examine uh, the structure of our podcast. And like I think I think that's something that we leave behind in wow. in the old Dune world. So you are embarrassed. No, just what you're saying. No, 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 no. It's like when you watch, uh, you know, a show and like they get a new opening every season or something like we just have a new opening. That's all. So are are we going to make a new theme song? Yeah, yeah, it's already done. All right. Go go ahead. Sing it for me. I do 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 do. Right. OK. Hey, I'm in. Yeah, Let me over. Can <laughs> I don't know what else to add to uh, to that. I, that was it. Keep it short. And that sweet. was it. Keep it short. And yeah, sweet. yeah. Sounds a little off because it feels like there should be like uh, canned laughter or, or, or applause at the end, but uh, you know, like a freeze frame and then whatever. Well, just it's not important until we get uh, get to the the first ever live Dune dudes taping. Yeah, yeah. Where we, yep. we uh, we'll have tons of audience laughter. I know. That's when we won't need the canned laughter because it's going to be real. Yeah, it'll be. We'll un- finally. It would be uncanned. Well, it'll, yeah, it's going to be uncanny how much big laughter there can is. Can opener to open that can. Can of sandworms, huh? Opening yeah. up a can of sandworms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think um I think uh I think we should talk about Dune. Yeah, so what's what uh is going on? You know, this is kind of unprecedented. We didn't think we would be here. Yeah. No. Uh, no. Here we are. No, I, in fact, I didn't even really think that we'd be here even like when, even when we were finishing Dune. Yeah. I, I, I re-listened to, uh, our last episode, uh, before the, the movie special, our, our last chapter discussion of the, the first Dune book, Dune, for those of you who are, who are wondering what we're talking about dune the book dune the book um and you know i was still even like oh yeah i don't know you know it's like oh yeah you were like you know might be cool might be cool but uh you know we'll see it was still kind of like up in the air like nothing was solidified like I, i we felt the winds of change blowing for sure um but we hadn't gotten blown by them yet we were still waiting. Beautifully said. To be blown. Beautifully said. <laughs> and here we are. Yeah, in that time we've uh we've 
ordered the f- we've started ordering books and been I... upset over covers. Yes. I got all my Dune books today. You I have did? all six books. Oh, yeah. Man. I am still waiting on Heretics and Chapter House, but I think Heretics is coming yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, I I meant to text you and then I just you know forgot. But are all of the and other you know what's crazy? As good as uh, God Emperor? No, dude. Heretics and Chapter House are the covers that I ordered actually. Okay, so those out of out of the five five books that I bought. Only two of them are the ones that I thought I was getting. And then the other three are just a f- shit fuck mess. <laughs> just a f- just a fucking mess of shit fuck. Yeah. Just a fucked up shit storm. And they just won't fucked even, up. They won't even just send stupid. you the right covers. No, because and I I I, I get it. I called them up and talked to them about it. And, uh, Are we going to out the company or we're going to keep them anonymous? It's, um, I, I don't think they deserve uh, to be slandered necessarily. Okay. I think, I think uh, the fact that I was able to get all these books for like under $10 a piece with, with free shipping, I think is uh, you know, to be praised. Especially now. Like, I can't just go to a fucking bookstore. You know, I don't have the Neither the time nor nor the availability, you know. Obviously, we're still living under the looming threat of, um, you know, like pandemic nation. Mm-hmm. And so, like, what? I'm gonna go to a Borders. I'm just gonna go to the nearest Borders. I don't think so. Pandemic nation, and sometimes it also feels like we have the Baron as a president. <laughs> yeah, Baron Harkonnen, yeah. that is. Yeah, yeah, that was good. That's why we keep you around. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, yeah, I, I got all my covers. I got nice. all my books. Yeah, hopefully tomorrow, and the or hopefully by the, by the end of. The week or next week, I will have all of them. Um, but obviously, it's like we have time. We're still in the first. <laughs> we're just starting the first. Yeah. The first sequel. Um, yeah. Before we get into it, though. Yes. I, in the spirit of change, I actually have an idea mm-hmm. of of something that we I think we should implement into the uh, beginning of the show from now on. Oh, okay, okay, go for it. So I think we should actually do a little bit of a chant, or uh, we say grace, but in in kind of a way that uh, that is is appropriate for for the the world of Dune or the universe of Dune. What do you mean, say grace? So what are we gonna do eat a turkey well, dinner? No, well, well, I mean, we're about to eat a, eat the turkey dinner of. Bless you. Bless you. We're Thank about you. to eat the turkey dinner of of bountiful discussion. Yeah, you know, but um, but, okay. but Grace, Grace will so we'll we'll close your eyes, we'll okay. close your eyes, and so we're we're gonna say it together three times. We we have to say this three times. We have okay. to close your eyes and say, Arrakis, Dune, Desert Planet, Desert Planet. Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to be a new tradition. We'll we'll say grace, and that's what we'll do. We have to repeat that three times together, okay? Okay. I, I have to say that um, without even having done it 
three times already feels like a lot. <laughs> it feels like it's already stretching it out to a point that it's like awkward. Like I'll <laughs> do me, it once. To me, it just feels. I'll, right. I'll do it. Me, I'll do it, it once. Right. But like I can't even I can't even imagine like listening back to that. Like well, I don't I don't think there's a need to like chant it or, or <laughs> I like think I think, that, like, I think we should, I think we should just say it once. No, I'll do that. I you think know? you'll find at the end of this exercise that you're wrong. <laughs> it's it's going to grow in power by the time we're done with the, with the third one. I was It just I, seems I, I, like I a lot. It just seems a, like a lot. I was considering a fourth to be honest with you. I was don't. doing four. Don't consider that. So I think should, one is appropriate. So you should I would do one. Lucky. I think we should. Let's. I'll let's, do. I'll do the three now to yes. humor you, let's, solely to humor you. Let's try the three now, and then I mean, you'll probably end up liking it, and we'll stick with three. Okay. Okay. All right. So, three, two, one. Arrakis. Arrakis. Dune. Dune. Desert planet. Desert planet. Arrakis. Arrakis. Dune. Dune. Desert planet. Desert planet. Arrakis. Arrakis, Dune, Dune, Desert Planet, Desert Planet. See, that was bad. Just no. so satisfying by the end. So satisfying. I think. I think just we'll talk about it. It's okay. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we. I mean, we we will, and we'll we'll keep it as the three because it just. Feels, I mean, I'm still. Great. I'm st- one thing we didn't change is that I'm still the host. And I feel like I have like final say. Of I'm these the things. co-host now, and I so I, I have you. A... Well, yeah, no, you are, but you're. I mean, that's a that's all you are. You, but know? you know, what's really funny though. The the funny. It's thing like is... if you were on. A, it's like having the captain and co-pilot. Like it's very clear, like what the the hierarchy is. The the funny thing to me is that I'm also the editor, and like I also post the episodes <laughs> and stuff. So like I could just edit in three. Like like three times sure. in a row. Of, sure. If, if that's something that, that you really wanted to do, if you really felt that it. strongly about it, in a way that's like really sad, <laughs> empathetic, that like we would do it once, and you would literally be like, "Oh, I'll show him," and that you would you would you would loop it, you would edit it to make it sound like I did it three times. If your life is really that that empty <laughs> and sad, then you know, go for it. That's fine. I just, I, I honestly, it just, it feels right to me going three times once it just, it, it, that's, that's, that's a tease what that is. The people, they, the, the people they want three times, they, 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 the people. I would love to get some, I would love to get some feedback on that. Well, Hey, you know, what's cool is, is we, uh, we launched our own podcast feed, Dune Dudes. So we, we are on iTunes, on podcast app, apps, just yep. as our own show. We're just yeah. doing, not a part of any other show. Just right. Um, yep. It's going to make our last 10 episodes or whatever seem confusing, maybe. Uh, well, I, I guess mean, not really. We don't, we don't really talk about it. but No, we, we, I think we barely ever mention it. Um, the only issue, the, the only, like now people have two different email addresses they can send things to if they wanted to email us. That's going to be really tricky for us, considering all the emails we get. You know, it might be hard trying to navigate between two accounts with all with with the volume. It's like which one? Which one do I answer? We need but to consolidate the new. This one, needs to be like the new one is called Dune Dudes Pod at Gmail dot com. So if, if couldn't you get any, Dune Dudes at Gmail dot com, that nope, was taken. That was taken. That was taken. Hmm. So if anyone has a questions comments concerns feedback email us and you know what we're we're 
we're jumping on this hype train and this might be our ticket to success. So yeah. Uh, yeah. So please rate and subscribe and review. The yeah. Podcast. We're right. Uh, we are riding that sandworm all the way to the top, baby. We're, we're riding the maker. Yeah. Um, man. All right. I mean, I guess we should start talking about, it feels like there's like all this pressure now. Like there is a lot of pressure. I, it's, yeah. it's been building up. Yeah. Now we, we, we <clears throat> have to um, make sure we, we placate the, the old, hardcore, crusty Dune fans. Yeah, so right. It's kind of like, it's, it's sort of like what's going on in Dune Messiah, where it's like, you know, the, that initial jumping on point, that beginning is, is where all the hardship is. And now people are, are uncomfortable in their comfort. Yes. They miss the old ways. Yeah, so D- Dune Messiah, you say. Is is that the book we're covering mm. next? Why, thank you for uh for for mentioning that co-host Connor. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, it is. Uh we are reading Dune Messiah by Frank Herbert. Yes, because Frank Herbert. We are reading the Herbert books and only the Herbert books for now. Yes, that can change too. Apparently, <laughs> anything can happen in the Dune universe. Nothing is off the table. We're, we're yeah. reading all the Frank Herbert Dune books. Open, open up to the possibility of some some time down the line reading yeah. reading some of the other books. We'll we'll have a a buffer. Yes. Um. So, so yeah. I mean, it would be cool if we could get through all these before the movie comes out, but um, it it would be. But uh, if we're doing five chapters a week, still, I mean, the the books are obviously much smaller, but and they also might push the movie back comes out in December. They might push the movie back too. That's true. If they push the movie back, then I think we have a shot. But if it, if it sticks with its date, uh, you know, it certainly we could, uh, but but not with our current trajectory, no, not our current no. plan. It have to be some tweaking. We we shall see. It's okay. Not a race. Um, no, 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 not at all. It's a a slow, arduous trek through the desert. Indeed. But a fun one. But a fun yeah, one too. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So, um, so yeah, we read the first five chapters. Um, which is we, you know, kind of a, a liberal of a, use a, of that word. It's a cop out calling them all chapters. The first two sections we, we're counting as chapters, but. You know, they right, they aren't really. It's the the death cell interview and then like the small history book excerpt um by the guy who is executed apparently. Uh for what seems like a really weak ass crime. Like it seems like seems like maybe they could have made it more serious, but I guess maybe that's to show the the fanaticism of Mwad Deeb's followers. Uh yeah. We'll talk about that. We're right. We're just about to talk about that. But uh, I mean, I 
I don't know. I mean, I, I think really where I want to start, instead of just being like, oh, here's like the first thing we read. Like, when we started Dune, we didn't really know that much, you know? No. Um, you had read, I don't know, maybe the first, like, couple hundred pages. Yeah. Um, and... I didn't really know anything about it except like the, the super big pop culture stuff like sandworms. Yep. Uh, so if it, it felt like really um, huge, like it felt massive to tackle and to, to be like slapped in the face with all these words and shit, you know, like to, to have to learn all this stuff as the book was starting, which was, you know, half the fun. <clears throat> and so, um, starting Dune Messiah after, you know, obviously we're hot off the heels of finishing Dune. And, uh, I was thinking like, I was, I was thinking like I was fully prepared, I guess is my point that I almost felt like a Dune veteran already. Like pff, I've read fucking Dune, you know, like yeah, you know watch the movie, to, you understand this world, right? You know what's possible, what's not. Right. Yeah. It it felt very much like um like I, I felt like I knew where it was going to be building from, you know? And I have to say, I did not. I was not prepared I agree for how this starts. And we're five chapters in, if that, if right, if you even want yeah. to count five fucking chapters, like, uh, and and already I'm like, this has introduced some kind of out there stuff. It already it makes them it it almost makes the movie a bit more palatable. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh. In yeah, in some weird way, because this book obviously came out before the movie. This, yeah. right? Didn't it? It did. Yeah, like way, yeah. way before. Yeah, yes. um, and so presumably, I mean, could have been used as a source of inspiration, or well, it sure seems like it yeah. with with Edric, right? Yeah, I mean, that was like the big tip off for me. That's the thing is is the uh, the guild guy. Hmm. The, yeah, which the, which the, we thought was like the weirdest the fucking thing in the movie. Gills. Yeah, yeah. Right. Other than the cat milking, we were like, yes. "What?" <laughs> that yeah, was like I the mean, other. What the fuck? Because that wasn't unless we're missing something big. That was not mentioned at all in the first in, in the first book. No, uh, there was not a fish. And I don't. I don't think we are. I don't think we are missing that. There was not Jim the fish in uh, <laughs> the first Dune book. I love Jim the fish, mm, man. Jim the fish, good times. Uh, yeah. So I, I guess really, I'm just trying to say like, I kind of, I, I felt like I knew what to expect or like, I, I felt like this was going to be building from a place of like familiarity. Yeah. And really what it opts to do is throw in some pretty interesting new concepts that so far still feel true to the Duneverse. Yeah. It hasn't, I think. It, hasn't it just pushed... expands it in like a more, uh, I don't know. I, I don't, I, 
like fantastical in a way, but like not even that exactly. I'm not sure, but yeah, it's just kind of a broader. It just gives us a broader yeah. definition of of the life um, within the universe, which I guess yeah. wasn't all that important to even point out in the last book. Um, right, that's a good way to put it. I think, but it's 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 nice to kind of see it kind of um, kind of brought up now, and it does not seem like it breaks any rules of of the writing or anything like that. Um, I think it just it just makes it um, you know it makes the universe even richer than it is. Yeah. Uh, um, is there anything else you want to like mention about that or like about your thoughts going like just like general shit before I, we start breaking down some of these chapters? Um, I mean, just the general. I like there's like the only other thing that's that's a reach is the that guy his what is his name Scythe something Scythe. Side yes. tail, side tail, the face dancer. Yes, the face dancer. Yeah, that's he's kind of a he. He's he's a a main character in these in these first few chapters, and uh, and he's able to to fucking change faces. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think even more. Like, I think he's just like a general. I get the impression it's not just his face. I guess is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ball. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's 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 taking the form of of somebody else. Yeah. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah I think that's the the deal. Um. So that's that's just an, another thing that is kind of um. Uh. Larger than life, I guess, compared to the first book. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like uh, with the first Dune book, and and who knows how they will or won't. Uh, go into detail on some of these concepts like Fishman and shapeshifting, but like the the biggest thing, obviously, in the first Dune book is like the all kind of ties back to the the Bene Gesserit or Benny Gesserit, depending on what you want to say. <laughs> and, and I I fucking refuse to say that, so I'm just gonna I throw that out there. Prefer Bene Gesserit. That you say Middle tomato grounds. and I say Bene Gesserit. So let's, uh, I, I kind of feel like now I look at the word and I'm like, yeah, I think I am pronouncing it wrong, but like, I can't stop. I That's, can't stop. It's fine. It's fine. Wait. Um, but anyways, like all, all that, the, the whole like Kwisatz Haderach shit and, and time future site and whatever. And like, sensing like it kind of all ties back to like this sort of like grounded foundation of of having mastery over your your body essentially yeah of and and it feels like just plausible enough i think in like in 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 the universe that it it kind of grounds some of the the loftier almost fantasy magic sci-fi concepts in a way where you're like well okay like i'll you know i'll buy it like not like writing on a leaf bullshit or humming language like there's still some weird shit that i cannot (laughs) let go of but like in terms of actual like weird ass abilities it kind of it, it it has like that that framework or whatever or that history and you're like okay and so far 
not that I'd expect there to be, but so far there's none of that for, you know, Jim the Fish yeah. or for face dancing. Yeah. And so, like, I think that's part of what makes them seem especially weird, you know, because it just happens and you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it, doesn't, it doesn't take <laughs> you. Happen it's, now. it's it's just portrayed as so normal and just yes. totally, you know totally normal fine occurrence that you don't even think like it takes you like read it and then you're like oh wait that's like that's weird <laughs> um so yeah yeah it's definitely different than than some of the hang-ups you might have had in the first book that kind of seemed to take you out of the universe a little bit uh, yeah yeah so so i don't know we got it and, and what are your what, what what are your first thoughts on these these first two little sections um um i i like the idea of it and i think there's like some especially good pieces of writing or lines in it like there's this one part in uh in the interview section where like the the dude being being interviewed before his death sentence by the Fremen uh, fanatic. He's like, oh, like all, like all priests, you've been conditioned to accept uh, the truth as heresy or something like that. And I was like, damn, that's a good line. Like, that's a really good line. Yeah. Um, but I felt like for as short as these sections are, like 80% of it is kind of like a hidden recap Uh like, you know, you read through it and they're like, ah, yes, uh, you know, the the prana bindu nerve training of the B'nai Gesserit that allows them to have functionality over their body and to do this and to do that. And, and ah, but do you not remember the battle of this and that? And, you know, it's really, um, it's really a lot of exposition, honestly, yeah, instead of like much, character. Pretty much last time on Dune. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And I, I I was surprised because like if you're a new reader coming into this, like good luck. If these four pages do anything to like catch you up and make you feel like you know what's going on, then God bless you. Yeah, I mean, but, like, really uh, what it should be like it should it should just tell you like if you're reading if, if this is your first Dune book, you should read you should not. <laughs> you should put yeah, it down. you should. <laughs> right, please stop. And turn around. Uh, I mean, I, I think it's nice. Like, I I guess I, I'm sure it is for readers of the first Dune book who, like, especially in in what was, you know, the, the, then, the then times of when this was published. I, I don't know what the what the, 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 the span of time was between the first Dune book and this one. But, like, let's say it's, like, four years or some shit. Like, if you got to catch your readership up on a book like Dune, fucking Dune, I'm sure it pays. Frank, for all we know, Frank Herbert might have been told by the publishing company, like, hey, you got to put something in there so people know what the fuck's going on again. Yeah, that's, that's, um, that's true. So that could very well be the purpose of this. I I wish it was written in a way that made it feel more organic because it it really feels like getting hammered over the head with like dune trivia it's 
I, I don't think there's a lot of like subtlety in the writing for this. You know what I mean? No, it's like yeah. very clearly yeah. what it's doing. And you're like, okay, like, I guess that's it's, fine. It's a strange way to start the book. I think it is. I, the thing is, is I, I think it's a cool idea. Like I like, it's like, okay, we're going to start, we're going to start the Dune sequel with this, it kind of feels like the the way the Dune book ends in reverse. You know, you get like a appendix yeah. in the beginning of the book. Like, I, I get that, you know? Like, I don't think it's a bad idea. And there's a kind of a precedent for it. So it's like... I mean, even if it was like like an extended um, excerpt from Irland's writings, you know? Like, yeah. something like, something like that. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's... It's... Um, it's it's different, and you know, I think you're probably right. It, it is largely kind of a, a catch me up. Yeah, but but it also kind of does um, does kind of give you a, a a briefing of what has gone down in, in the last twelve years since we have um, seen right Paul and Team Dune. Yes, yeah, like I I think it is what tells us that it's been 12 years, or at least it says the Jihad has lasted 12 years. 12 years of the Jihad. Yeah. Which I was kind of surprised about. I didn't think that this book would, like, I've heard that the, that these Dune books kind of span like thousands of years of history. Um, That the, the time that they cover ultimately is very, very, very long. And I kind of assumed that the Jihad would be like, at the end of it like i I always got the impression that um that when paul has this vision of the jihad it's like thousands of years in the future you know that like people are carrying on his name as as like this ancient legend and yet it's like oh no it was like now like like it's now like it's happening now (laughs) and i'm like that's kind of what surprised me i never got that impression from the first book that this was a immediate threat i thought it was more about stopping like the concept of it you know yeah i mean it's it's definitely not clear um when the time frame of this jihad is i don't think even paul knew i think that's something he struggled with too was he's he can see it he can see these things but it don't doesn't really know when they fit in or when they happen um right so i mean who like it, it could be the case where him surrendering to it is kind of what um, expedited it. I don't know. I sure. Mean, but uh, oh, is that just me though? Like, do you? No, do I, you mean, I, I honestly think about it, or I, I had not really thought about it. I, I think I, I think I, I, I felt like it would be in Paul's lifetime. Yeah. If, if he didn't die young and become, you know, a martyr. Um. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. So it, it, you know, to me, it does not seem like it's such a such a reach. And I also think it's cool to kind of be able to um, see Paul and how he handles this kind of level of fanaticism while he is still youthful and like, yeah, able to kind of. Um, I mean, have kind of some sort of control over the, you know, over the rest of his future. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's true. It definitely, 
is going to give him some interesting like material or moments to, to to deal with or to have hopefully yeah there already is a bit of that when he's talking with chani um he's kind of like uh you know what can i do i can't he's like it's not like you can just like stop uh, the jihad he's like it sucks and i don't <laughs> want it to happen and you know and everyone like is is the, using my name for it how do you think i feel you know yeah. Uh, he's. I mean, he he wants to kind of just get a. Just wants to run away. Yeah, he wants no part of it anymore. Um, but I guess let's start from the beginning because that that first scene really is a. Uh, oh fuck! Um, I forget if if the first scene is is Paul getting back from his walk. Is that the first scene? No, or no, the, no. That's. Uh, Meeting with the uh, the the meeting of the minds. Yeah, it's it's the meeting of the minds, yeah. the meeting of the the conspirators. Where where actually the 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 for the first time, Princess Irulan becomes an actual character. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which it's like really funny to see her now, twelve years later, because our one takeaway from the end of the first Dune book was like she's all for this. Yeah. She's so gung ho. She's like, listen, Dad. Go to jail forever. <laughs> Just fuck off to jail. And I'm going to marry this person who I know holds no love for me. And I'm just going to be a, a political tool. And that's fine. You know? And it turns out it's not fine. It's, it, it turns it's very out, much not maybe fine. Maybe in the last 12 years she's found out that this is not her ideal, uh, the, her ideal living situation for the rest of her life. Yeah, I mean that's fair too. Um, yeah, I talk about um, like thinking a a weird way to start the book was like the interview and the the little history book thing. Um, you know, I consider this obviously to be like the first real chapter. Yeah. It is, and this I think is a a very good way to start the book. Yeah, I agree. I, I love how like immediately disorienting disorienting it is but then like it slowly you get you get you like find your footing because yeah. the the first line is about this sidetail guy person uh and and then it's like okay like i get that they're plotting murder you know i feels like right away you're like about paul right like this is about paul yeah of course and then like as the other uh characters get filled in you're like oh shit reverend mother gaius helen moheim is yep, there one of the, one of the and favorites. princess Irulan, mm-hmm. like and edric the fish man the new favorite <laughs> one of the new favorites yeah <laughs> Um, and so I, I think it's cool that we get this perspective of, uh, you know, that not all is right. You know, we kind of open with who seem to be our antagonists, our, our foes. Um, and I think that's a really good way to immediately say so much about, uh, 
the universe and like the state of the state of like the I guess the the political uh, relations and shit between yeah. all the the different characters, like because it's clear just by having this meeting that not everyone is happy about Emperor Muad'Dib. No, absolutely not. Um, and they're, I mean, they're just they're massively threatened by just how big he's gotten and um, how much of a following he has gains which is funny because it's like isn't that what you wanted like i think it's it's yeah it's kind of funny how i mean especially um the reverend mother um you know she is just like she planned this all but but simply that you know the, the the fact that she does not have paul in the palm of her hand is uh i think what's driving her crazy yeah absolutely right it's that right that 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 Paul has achieved the goal, that he is the Quasar Tatarak. But right, that if they can't if they can't have him, then uh, he shouldn't be around. Exactly, They'll make yeah. another one. Yep, you know, yep. they will make another one. Yep. Uh, yeah. So that's that's really interesting. Um, some, de- I mean, very devious. We we you know we we kind of learn how how twisted Aerolan actually is, uh, which which is yes. exciting. Um, where it's revealed she is is uh is is feeding chani contraceptives somehow yes yes to prevent them from uh having another child yeah Um, because she is so desperate to um you know she wants the heir to of of the throne to be to be hers and uh that just ain't happening because paul will not touch her with a with a 10-foot pole yeah yeah um which yeah she's kind of increasingly you know getting desperate obviously i mean it seems like we're kind of being reintroduced to her at her wits end hence the uh the murder conspiracy yeah i guess uh (laughs) this has clearly been something that's you know been uh boiling for quite some time and not only a murder but but they're also they're they're planning on kind of pinning it on shawnee yeah yeah um right she's gonna take the fall uh yeah i mean it's it's kind of interesting it it's not obviously it's not like the same but it, it makes me feel Similarly to um, how we start off Dune, where we are shown that there are, uh, you know, bad people plotting against our main character. You know, we we get a chapter covering, like, their perspective and their plan. Yeah. And you're like, oh, no, this is some bad shit. Like you know, I got to tell the main character. And then the next chapter is, you know, back with Paul and, you know, he knows he's just like totally aware. Chani knows that, you know, everyone's talking about it. Like it's, you know, what's for lunch the next day. Like they are all super on top of it. Um, But Edric 
kind of places a, an interesting spin on it. Um, because I guess as a oracle, someone with with prescient time powers due to oh, the spice, yeah. mm-hmm. um, Paul's not able to... Paul does not get visions of conversations that that he has or that like are that are had around him yeah because like his time ability is conflict with Paul's time ability they, they cancel each other out yeah um which was like another kind of a weird timey wimey concept that they're throwing in there but like I can dig it yeah so yeah um and talking about the movie that's totally what what they do too because uh, I mean in at the end of the book they talk about um, how the guild navigators use the spice to like plan their roots and shit like they have like minor future site and that's how, so like that that was already there but just like we were saying um, it sounds like this fish guild steersman uh everything down to his look to like his his enclosure and his like spice breath and like all that shit uh yeah that w- that was all like ripped directly from this and put in the movie so yep. so the movie was not as far reaching or crazy in some ways as we first suspected, which is ho- even more hilarious in a way. It is, yeah. I'm half expecting there to be some cat milking somewhere, somewhere in this book. It's possible. It's or weird because, like, I, I feel like it's possible. Because where else would they get that idea from? Well, right? Like, if, if that's where the alien's from, and that was the second weirdest thing, it, it, it almost makes more sense yeah. that, like, it would have to be... I don't fucking know. I don't know. It's, <laughs> oh, it's weird, man. The moment we get to that part. <laughs> That's the moment I stop reading. That's <laughs> the moment I return all my fucking books and we we shut this shit down for good. Um yeah, I mean so so that uh that meeting, that the that that plotting uh session was yeah. really interesting, definitely kind of sets the stage for what's going to be the crux of the main story, I think kind of, unless it's just the first part and then all the shit goes down and then you got to read, uh, the, the two other books that this book is broken into. Yeah. I don't, I somehow, I doubt that. No, I know it would be, it does not seem to be laid out that way, but see. So then we meet up with Paul. Yes, that's when he gets back from his his walk. And yeah, he was enjoying a nice walk through downtown Arakeen, beautiful Arakeen, as a Mm. civilian with no security, nothing, just by himself in his uh, still suit. Um, Kind of trying to trying to live as as a normal person, trying to get some 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 feeling of a. of normalcy as the uh, supreme leader <laughs> of a radical following. Uh, apparently that's hard to come by. 
Um, then he gets back and Chani makes him nighttime coffee. Yeah. Like bedtime coffee. I knew you were going to comment on which that. Is, which <laughs> is a great idea. Yeah. Which I thought was awesome. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, spice coffee might could be a little different than what what we consider to be regular earth coffee. That's true. That's true. But I but I have to imagine it's it's the same, I guess, really. Mm. Call it I coffee. think it's just like right. I think uh you know what I imagine it to be like like we should we should do this sometime, honestly, but it's like um you know like how in Harry Potter like people figured out how to make butter beer. Whatever, you know, you just like get like root beer and I don't know butter and just shove it together <laughs> uh exactly but we should make we should make spice coffee sometime and talk about it we should that you know talk awesome. about it have it on dune oh. dudes because no no, no. Ha- it seems like it's just coffee and cinnamon crossover. oh dude wow that's right? that's the the fans have been clamoring for it mm-hmm. yeah average do average dunes yeah uh Dune, Dune Joes. Average Dune, Dune, Dune Joe, Dune Joes, Dune Joes. Yeah, that's the one. We'll, we'll work on it. We'll work on it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. She does make him coffee. She makes him coffee out of Jameis's coffee yes. set. Jameis is not truly forgotten. Yeah, that was. Paul even like kind of remarks on that. He's like. He's like, what was that guy's name again? Oh yeah, Jameis. What a weird <laughs> way to like be technically immortal to to live on through your coffee yeah, set. Now whatever. He's just like, <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. And then um, another little detail that's brought up that I thought was hilarious is that Chani's best friend is a uh, his his widow. Yes. Yes. What's her, what's her totally. Face? I her name. Uh, Hera. Hera. Yeah, yeah. And not only that, but Hera is Stilgar's wife. Oh yeah, Did you okay. Catch that? Yeah, I, I I missed that part. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's... we haven't we haven't met Stilgar or Hera yet, to be fair, mm-hmm. uh, in person in the book. But I, I'm I'm almost positive that he mentions that Hera is now married to Stilgar as well. Okay. So well, she gets around. Good for her. Yeah, she deserves to be happy. Totally. Um, I guess that kind of makes. Uh. I feel like that that gives some sort of relation between Paul and and Stilgar. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, he'd be like Uncle Stilgar to his kids, Eskimo cousins. Yeah, that's. Oh yeah, that's that's the one. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Although, um, they, I, I mean, they, they wouldn't know what the fucking Eskimo is in no, Dune. No, you have to call it something they, else. They, they wouldn't. They they wouldn't know that. Um. Also, I think Eskimo cousins might be a, an offensive term. <laughs> I mean, probably. Yeah. yeah. It might, might be offensive. So. Yeah. Uh, Scrubs is canceled. Yeah. Yeah. As we know. Yeah. I mean, it's there's been plenty of reasons yes. for that. and But, you know, yeah. So in this, this very vulnerable bedroom scene between mm. Chani and Paul, Chani kind of brings up uh just how bad Erolyn wants a child. Yeah. And how she cannot provide a child for Paul. And it's very yeah. uh it's very tense. She it's it's uh you know she's 
she's very upset and Paul pretty much just tries to uh quell her um anxieties. Um but uh yeah, I mean it doesn't doesn't lean I mean does not end on a clear note really. Um it just kind of ends in 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 Paul just like fantasizing about about leaving it all behind or 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 him and Chani talking about how awesome it would be to go back to the siege. Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely thinking about the good old days. Um which I think works well enough for like what's happening too. I couldn't help but feel like it also pulls double duty in the same way as the opening two bits though too where it's kind of like oh yes remember remember those days when we were in the Sayach on the run like yeah. this and that like like also kind of just like recounting things that you're like I don't know w- would you be talking about that like is now that I don't know is that how you would say it you know be like ah yes I too remember doing exactly that the way you worded it you know yeah yeah maybe a little bit Maybe maybe we're still playing uh, up a bit. No, yeah, I know it was it was fine. I mean, it's it's not even like it was a bad thing. I, it's not really a criticism, but uh, you know, I just felt like there were a lot of like stringing connections along. Like I don't know. I I honestly I like the whole like Jameis thing, but even that I was like, okay, like I I wasn't expecting that or. I don't know, like maybe they're already connecting. Maybe maybe it's like I've just been burned from being a Star Wars fan and I'm worried that we're already tying things to the to the, you know, well-loved amazing origin already. It's like Stilgar and Hera get married. Really like, you know, You're like all the characters the... who are going to Yeah. Yeah. be important are all, you know, together now and like they're all everything's gonna be like related and shit, you know. I don't know. Um, I I guess what I'm saying is I don't have a problem with any of it now, but I you're, feel you're, like it could be done it. in a way, yeah, that makes me I think that's a little what, hesitant. Maybe. I honestly think we don't have to worry about that until we get to the Brian Herbert books. Until we get to yeah to the the non Frank books. Um, yeah. Cause yeah, I, I get what you're saying. You're 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 waiting for the solo moment. You're waiting for. I guess yeah, uh, right. I don't know. Uh, I mean, we'll see. Clearly, clearly, there are some very new, fresh ideas also being injected into this side by side, and we're only three fucking chapters in. So I do not want to give the impression at all that I am knocking uh this book i'm i'm totally on board with it um i just wanted to point that out uh yeah that it it seems like there's already maybe like a considerable amount of references and right and like kind of like looking backwards and yeah but but it's tough because it's not it's not just doing it for the sake of doing it. Like it's clearly also a part of like what the characters are going through. Like it makes sense within the 12 year time skip and everything. Yeah. Um, 
you know, maybe some of it is like I just finished reading Dune like two weeks ago too. So it wasn't really that. We've been waiting for a bit, but um, I I did want to mention one more thing about this chapter though, and because I feel like it's not totally clear, and I think it's intentionally not clear, but towards the end of the chapter, Paul is in bed. And he kind of has this really brief vision, it seems like, while he's with Chani. And he kind of says something to himself or thinks something to himself where it's like, oh, like, if I could, like, if I, if it seems like there's a way to, like, stop the jihad. Or, like, he's like, you know, me dying wouldn't, wouldn't even stop the jihad, you know? Yeah. But it, it sounds like he says something like, oh, uh, like, could one, I don't know, one person's misery be weighed against, like, countless people's tragedy or something? Or, like, it, it sounds like there's, like, a sacrifice that he could make that could potentially end the jihad uh hold on you know we're 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 close enough in let me just see if i can read this quick yeah do you know I, what i'm talking about or does that sound familiar I, at all it does sound familiar yeah um uh he says okay hold on i can totally do this um okay okay you got this I know I do. I know I do. Um, okay. Okay. Here we go. Presenting to you the quote that Connor wanted to read from Dune Messiah. Take it away, Connor. Take it All away, right. Connor. Okay. Um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, Motherfucker. a different quote if you want. I don't want to read a different quote. There's only one. There's. It's not the point. The point is not to read a, a quote. Uh, oh, okay, here's the quote. Cuck hold me all you wish, he said. There we go. <laughs> that is a quote, but it's just not yes. what I wanted. Yes. Uh, okay, 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 okay. He thought of the jihad, of the gene mingling across parsecs, and the vision which told him how he might end it. Should he pay the price, all the hatefulness would evaporate, dying as fires die, ember by ember. But oh, the terrifying price. Yeah. What do you think that is referring to? Um, 
Okay, well, there's a bit more to that that, I, that isn't right next to it, but I'm not going to keep looking because clearly I'm not going to find it. You know, some podcasts uh, I think that... Um, fuck they, off. They cover books. I think if they want to read passages, they, like, prepare them and, like, they... they like, All right, listen, I didn't want... No, but that's... This is this is a testament to how organic and natural... We are truly just having a discussion. I had no plans to, uh, to quote any of this shit, but us talking made me think about it. Whatever. My point is, <laughs> it seems to be you know, discussing some uh, foreshadowing, some sort of way to stop the jihad after all, or something can be done that would put an end. Bless you. Thank you to it. And what do you think that thing is? Um, I think it has to do with Chani having to die. Yeah. I think it's, I think, I think it's Chani either dying or Paul, um, having a child with Erlen. Oh, both, that'd be really both. that'd be really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, totally. Um either way China yeah, loses. That, right. I mean, I'm sure the preference would be the child thing, but uh might be too late for that. Um yeah, I mean, I there like I said, there's a bit more to that and whatever Whatever it says, I remember thinking like, "Oh, I feel like that 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 hints at like some sort of necessary sacrifice." And I I think what what that what that leads me to is that Chani would die somehow, and and somehow that that could be related to the end of the jihad. Yeah. Um. I hope not, but we'll see. Uh. I actually thought that this chapter with the two of them talking was like the most uh, well written or I don't want to say like believable. Like I didn't believe it in the last book, but like I really felt like uh, it, it was maybe the most well written or, or, or clearly realized like their relationship was like, I really bought that they like loved each other and like, had like a a, di- a dynamic, you know. Yeah. No, like, I, I I totally agree. I think um, I think largely that's because there wasn't any time to do that last book. Like there was just too much happening. Yeah, that, you know, there, we couldn't focus on it. But I I agree. Um, it, it this this makes me very very sad for what's to come, <laughs> for what I think is potentially to come. come. Potentially, I, mean, I I think reg- I think I I do think that there's going to be I think it's clear the foreshadowing is here the you know it's it's something's going to happen between them whether it's death yeah. or something else um, death or babies death or babies death or the or or life yeah um, yeah I think uh, let's name the episode death or babies all right death or babies okay that's that's it you got it. That's a good name. That's a good luck. Name. Have have fun. Have fun googling those images <laughs> for the podcast. Oh god. Um, just like a bunch of like pro life imagery. Yeah. Jesus. Oh yeah. Gross. Yeah. Um, and then... ooh, maybe maybe get a maybe get a picture of uh, 
some like angry old middle-aged boomer holding up a sign outside of a Planned Parenthood, but then like photoshopped your shitty sandworm on it. Not to shit on your sand. <laughs> I love it. But you, you know what I mean? No, no, no. I meant that like as a term of endearment. Like, you know, it's like, oh, like it's charming in if, in if I... in how lacking your, your artistry sure. is. Sure. You know? <laughs> but like in a good way, like that's yeah, your style. Course. Like of course. Picasso Picasso said it it you know actually it wasn't Picasso okay, I think it was Da Vinci just, he, you know he was like no 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 he said he said it took me he said it took me uh, a year to to paint like the masters but it took me my whole life to paint like a child to learn how to paint like a child Picasso said that <laughs> I thought it was Da Vinci it was I'm actually I'm going back to Picasso now okay I think Picasso, Picasso again okay um anyways back to the book we uh we we do have a little bit of a confrontation between Paul and Aroland as well. Yes, we do. Where pretty much, I mean, she just fucking says it. She just says what she wants. She just lets it rip like she a fucking Beyblade. Yep. Yeah, and that's where we get the cuckolding uh <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, Paul says, "Hey, like fuck whoever you want." You know, you can, yeah. you can have as many male suitors as as you desire, but uh, you know, no babies, not for me. Yeah, no, uh, no babies for yeah. you. Sorry, Paul. Paul's just like, listen, it's death or babies. It's death or babies. Or, or I mean, yeah. it's or babies. Babies lead to death. Babies Don't have a baby. Don't. He he does say he says he'll he'll garret her. Yeah. Is that how you say that word? Yes, it is. That's like uh, I like how after all the dune the weird ass dune words that I'm not asking how to pronounce like the talalalala face yeah. dancers whatever the fuck but but Garrett is a real word that's it's a also word a, it's also a name too Garrett yeah Garrett's a name I mean Barrett maybe Garrett is a name for sure have you ever met someone named garrett oh yeah i've I've met plenty of garrett's yeah um yeah so it gets it gets very tense between the two and does not come to a satisfactorily uh conclusion airland is kind of more i think more dead set in her plans yeah yeah and and paul's you know again right like they're they're pretty much on the up and up like paul's like okay um I mean, he's not coy about it either. He like he says to her face, like, "Oh, so like you know, my enemies are planning this," or like he he has some like kind of a uh, witty, douchey sort of line where he's yeah. like, "Oh, so like this is what you're planning," or like yep, so it, exactly. He's he's kind of laying it all out in the open too that like he knows what's up and that like he kind of feels like he has this upper hand that like that that, that he's using her like he could. He could say this so openly to her that he has nothing to fear, you know, well, yeah, that, that her attempts he are. Of, he kind of sees her as, as his connection to his enemies. Right. As, as kind of his, his eye into that world. And yeah. Guess, but he's, he's not even subtle about it. I no, mean, he's not. And I think that's, I mean, that's going to be his downfall is, is his cock. That arrogant. It's his arrogance. Yes, man. It is his arrogance, arrogant yeah. motherfucker. And he does not even, does not even think for a second to maybe, Oh, it's somebody with a, uh, with time sensitivity or or spice influence that's blocking why can't i you know envision that meeting you know he doesn't he doesn't kind of he does not come up with that possibility um in the right moment. yeah i imagine it seems like he just he probably just doesn't 
know that that's a thing possible. Cause yeah. I feel like if he did, he'd have to put those pieces together. Yeah. Like, um, and like, uh, the Reverend mother in the first chapter, when it might even be when they talk about the whole like time blockage thing, she says something like, Oh, you know, the, the powers of the Oracle are, you know, are not well known even to its initiates, you know? Yeah. So like mm-hmm. people, everyone's just like groping in the dark. No one knows what the fuck they're doing. Even if yeah. you think you can see the future. It's so. like all one big blind Fremen orgy. Yeah, pretty much the, the omnipresent Sayach stink of the universe. Yes. Yes. Um, so after that, is it, is, um, are, are, are we back with our pal Sightail? We are. Yeah. We are. This he goes good, to the Burbs. This is a good chapter, yeah. He he goes to the old cul-de-sac. Yes. Uh, yes. Arakeen suburbs. Yep. Um, and he meets up with another face from the past, but a a much more minor one. I had to like really think about it and be like, ah, yes, I do remember this person's name. I didn't even they try to existed. remember him. I just, I just, I just was like, yeah, I guess he was one of the fremen. That's they, funny. they were though. They were. They yeah. totally were talked about sometimes. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's kind of a uh, an ex supporter. Yeah. Yeah. We we get a window into uh, the 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 portion of the fremen who are not. Not down with the dead. No longer devout. Yeah, which is oh, good because and, it does seem like what I, I was, was going to say too. We didn't mention how um, how far-reaching the jihad has spread. Like it's 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 now spread across many planets, and it's it's kind of it's it's not just Arrakis. You know, I mean, yeah, it's, it's implied obviously in, in his visions or, or whatever, but. Like it, it, it is stated that he's he's a much bigger presence. It's not just this one planet anymore. It's it's the unit. It's the it's the galaxy, whatever. Um, right. That 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 he you know his, his he's he's got powers that are very far reaching. Um, yeah, it sounds like it's spread to like all the major planets. Yeah. Like if there's like a planet that people know about in the galaxy, there's a jihad happening there. Yeah. Like it's. Yeah. It's and everywhere that matters. Exactly, and and this guy, pretty like he he was a missionary on one of those excursions. That's probably a really nice way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So it's it's a very interesting scene with um, I mean, kind of. Oh, and then we also got to talk about that Sightail is taking the um the the image of Duncan Idaho. Yeah, because we also forgot to talk about the third weird ass concept that's introduced. Uh, Duncan, they Duncan Idaho is a fucking zombie. His his body, well, so I think his body was stolen. His body was intercepted after he died, and now they can use it as as like he 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 can now shapeshift into it because he has it. He's acquired it, I think. Yeah, I don't think they've reanimated his corpse. I listen. I gotta tell you, I took I took this like very literally. Like, 
I mean, at first, I think he's like I think he's like some sort like of space ghoul. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I think Duncan Idaho, the person, the character is like is gonna like show up. So is that the case? And then he's also just shape shifting as him. Okay, I I feel like when you lay it out like that, it sounds weird, but that is that is honestly my like working impression. That, that could be the case because I I thought I I was under you know by by the way they described it at first I I did it did seem like he was a zombie or or something. Okay, good. So we were at least both on the zombie train for yes, some of this. Right? We, we were on the zombie train. Okay. But then, but then when Sightail was like, "Well, look what I can do." now like yeah i'm duncan idaho <laughs> yeah i don't know why the fuck you would do that it just seems dumb i know <clears throat> um and then he's like oh yeah you know uh you know on second thought like a, a lot of these people on arrakis actually know what this guy looks like maybe i know maybe i shouldn't have done that it's but he's like too late now like and and the guy does this guy does recognize him He's like, yeah, you, yeah. you look like one of those guys. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't really make a big deal out of it. He's kind of just like, okay, but <laughs> he's like, all right, um, yeah. So then, so that's really interesting. Um, and he's got a very interesting kind of, I guess, family dynamic too. Yeah, yeah, he does. Uh, he has a blind son who lost his eyes. Uh, from an atomic during one of the the jihad battles he was in, maybe or I think so. Um, uh, so and yeah, and he he also he he plays the battle set right. He does and. He he can do that like like there's some sort of um oh like yeah psychic this ability weird where 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 uh, he can control people's thoughts or but also store information kind of kind of transfer information via <clears throat> sound waves into your brain yes. too yeah so yeah yeah so by right by like stuff. playing the ballast music. Right, he transferred. We don't even know like everything that he transferred. It sounds yeah. like it was a lot of shit. Um, but that comes down, from what I understand, more to like a technology thing mm-hmm. than a psychic ability thing, because that's what they were saying that um, the 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 Fremen would use the bats to deliver those messages in the first book. Uh, mm-hmm. They didn't do it very often, but like they might have them like a little cage and shit. And when I, I, I read in the glossary, this is from the glossary of the first Dune book. Uh, it's, it's like this weird technology that like scrambles up all the sounds of the message that you want to deliver. And it like can hide it in other sounds. And so like when you talk, you'll be like secretly delivering yeah. these like encoded yep. broken up sound bits in a way that like only I I don't know. I, I don't think that's the same concept. Right. Uh and and so the the old Fremen guy, Farouk, I think his name was. Yep. He's like, "Oh, back in my day, we just did that with the lesser creatures and now we're doing it with people, you know." 
Uh, so typical boomer talk. I know. Make a rack is great again. Am I right? Yeah, that's like, pretty, come on. I, I don't know. Would 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 Paul be a Trump or would he be? Uh, <laughs> he's got a Trump like following, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess they. But I don't even know if they'd be able to work up the energy for a jihad. No, I mean maybe I should I shouldn't sell them short. I, I know. You know. I, I just just be like a, a jihad of 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 beer bellies. Yeah. Right. It'd be. It's, uh, be sad. And sad. And thin blue line tattoos. Oh God. Let's. Anyways. Let's stop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So. They go on, they talk all about, you know, Farrakh or Farouk, whatever his name is. He talks all about how how much he hates Muad'Dib and yeah. his experience with, with going on the jihad and uh, seeing water for the first time, mm-hmm. which kind of, which I, I guess he, he says cured him of the, of the hero worship of, of Muad'Dib, uh, which is pretty yeah. crazy to think. Yeah. Um, and so that I mean that that that's that's a very interesting retelling of of his experiences there, um, and I mean you know it 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 does it it's um he does a good job at explaining why he's against the jihad now. Um, obviously, he has a son who's a victim of it, but then also just you know he he does kind of create you know he he craves the old ways very you know very much, mm-hmm. and uh, um, I think is also just I think I think he's just uncomfortable with kind of this larger than life character as well um yeah but it turns out all along that Saitel was just using him right yeah he he kills him dead uh and then, then his kills his son yeah but his son's girlfriend who who i mean i i don't remember who she is if she's uh, an important person or just she's she's the daughter of another minor Fremen character um uh, something name starts with an O mm-hmm. um and we don't know what they they want with her yeah but because so, so, when Farouk asks yep. he just kills him so yeah yep. and then he takes the face of of Farouk and and is like right and, and is like oh no it's all it's all good he <laughs> come with me and then he takes takes her away yeah um definitely some intrigue i mean we certainly don't know what's going on there if like if it were something as minor as like oh he wants to shapeshift into her like clearly they they wouldn't need to go through all this shit you know because he just turns into faroque yeah right away like so it's got to be bigger than that somehow but well i i, do, I can't do, imagine does that mean you ha- that he has to kill people to shapeshift into them or they have to be dead mm, it, it well maybe 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 it's like a rule even like even if it's not part of his power like it's just a, maybe he won't shift into someone unless they're dead. It's like a morality thing. Yeah, like apparently he also has this thing that he'll only kill people. He has to give his victims a, a way out, 
you know, mm. he doesn't tell them what it is, but like, but like, there's always an avenue of survival for his victims. Yeah. Like that, that's like his honor. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. That, that's, so that's that, possible. that could have something to do with it. Obviously but. there, there are more possibilities, um, of, for the story if he can shape shift into people that are alive, but also that's kind of a, a well-worn trope. So maybe, I mean, it, 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 it'll be interesting what they, what they do with, with this ability um, down the line. Yeah. Yeah. There's obviously a lot of potential. I mean, especially with like the, the plotting, the conspiracy, uh, being able to turn into whoever the fuck is a pretty big advantage if you're yeah. like trying to infiltrate and you know kill someone from the inside. Yeah. So uh who knows? Who knows, man. Um but I, I liked that he kind of just like straight up kills him. Like show it definitely feels like he's uh this cold blooded not really cold blooded, like he he his internal monologue, I think, kind of gives him not necessarily sympathy, but like he he doesn't just kill for fun, you know. Like he's uh, he feels remorse for his actions. It doesn't stop him. He doesn't hesitate. Yeah. You know, it's not like it, he he doesn't second guess himself or whatever. Like he's very firm in his convictions and and is essentially fine with killing these people but he does feel bad about it he does feel he bad does have a, a heart and he does think <laughs> it through i think too yeah yeah so he's he's interesting in that regard i think they i guess we should say yeah yeah he they can, are neither he, boy nor girl nope he can be they can be whatever they want to be um, yeah very i think it's i i i, I think Saitail is a is a great character so far i'm i'm, I'm i think uh very very intrigued yeah yeah same um yeah there's so much potential for what this character can be and what they might do i mean i yeah. i don't know uh i i don't know i'm like waiting for the chapter where like there's two characters talking and only at the very end do you realize like oh it was Sightail the whole time i thought yeah. that was Aaliyah, you know like know. shit like that yeah uh, yeah so I don't know, man. Yeah, Crazy. A lot of so 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 any so what are, what are your thoughts for uh what what are your uh theories, thoughts? Um feelings? Y- yeah, we 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 talked about some of it obviously like, you know, bad bad news for Chani. Um I I don't know though. I gotta say, it's it's weird. In the last book, when it came down to threats against Paul's life, it never felt like there was any reason to take it seriously because it's like he's the main character. It's Dune, whatever. Like yeah. if he if he dies, then the book ends, right? Like you can't just have that happen. But you know, I certainly don't know what happens in this book or any of the next books. But having heard that these these books span the thousands of years of history that they do, 
it seems that Paul must be dead for some of these books that we're going to read. Yeah. He, he, right. Yep. I mean, and so I'm I, thinking uh, it could be that he doesn't just die peacefully in his sleep. It could be that there's some merit to these threats. Yeah. I mean, could he, could, could he uh, suffer the same fate as his father? Maybe. Yeah. Um, but then it's, I mean, if, because, because yeah, if if these books do span thousands of years, then there's all the chance in the world that he lives a long, fruitful life and then does pass away in his sleep. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I I luckily, don't know either. Luckily, I I don't know the fate of Paul, and uh, I, I I've I've heard like tidbits of of things that like little things that might happen in in the but I I just don't I don't know I I um. I, I I am kind of going in blind, um, which is which is good. I've just heard I've just, I've heard a few names here and there that make me think, but that's about it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, really, where I'm at is like I. I don't know this. This book seems to be a little looser in its scope and construction and that's fine you know i'm not looking for dune 2 even though that's like literally on the outside that's what i'm reading right but like it's it seems to be set on something very different i think really and i think that's what's cool about it so far and i like that i can't pin it down yet you know that i I still don't know what to expect and i I like the things that it's choosing to expand on and i like what it's adding so like it's it's cool in a way even though it's not what i expected like that we're still focusing on the jihad like i remember when we ended dune that was one of the things i was like you know i didn't really think um or i guess i guess it was more like i was surprised about how they chose to resolve the jihad plot thread in the first book by pretty much saying like, there's no resolution. Uh, you can't stop it. And it's all fucked the end. And it's like, Oh, okay. But now with this, it's kind of like, Oh, but wait, like, okay. So the jihad does happen, but maybe there's still something to be done about it. And After so like, we're kind years, of, you can feel right. He finally foresees a, uh, a way out. Yeah. So we're kind of back to dealing with that. And I think that's cool. And I, I like that. We're kind of, um, I guess going to be examining like what has the galaxy been like under Paul's rule, you know? Yeah, that's and it's that's right, gonna be very not all good. Yeah, he's still he's running like a, a spice monopoly. Like I think yeah. there's, you know, probably some very real, legitimate criticisms to be levied at him. You know that yeah, uh, absolutely that are, are probably going to be interesting to talk about i too. mean you know so. uh the, like his garden is talked about his like nice garden in front of his yeah his, yeah his abode and yeah. you know it, it does seem like that's well first off a lot maybe a lot of the fremen don't like that they see greenery grow you know on arrakis but then also i don't think the the wealth has been spread um, yeah as as equally as uh Maybe it should be, but it's only been twelve years, so obviously those things right. take time. But, but see, so that's another the 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 ecological um, future of 
of Arrakis is is uh it's going to be interesting to to watch that develop yeah. too. Um, and there has been some terraforming, which yes. has been kind of, kind of like you're saying, like it's it's weird. Uh, not weird, maybe. Like it, it's probably it's pretty legit. Like that the the Fremen were fighting for this, and now like as it's happening, like the the change is kind of causing them to push back against it too. Yeah, I um, mean, I I think when they were doing it themselves, like they they all kind of had in their heads that it was for the their grandchildren's grandchildren. You know, like it was never going to be a reality yeah. for them. But kind of now they've had this this person that um is kind of able to push it forward a, a good bit um and uh yeah i guess that can be scary or off-putting maybe, maybe it just doesn't feel right to them um but then also the whole thing the concept of a messiah and kind of the conflict of maybe being in s- some sort of all-powerful or or this this god or this this god revered creature um I think that's one of the most interesting concepts to me is just it's it's going to it's it's going to be great I think seeing Paul grapple with this and and either um trying to find a way out or or fully coming to terms with his his call to personality. Yeah. Hmm. Anything else? I think that that's about it for me. Nice. Uh, man. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that whatever we we find out in these next five chapters, now that we are going to be really reading five legitimate chapters, yes. you know, we're we're gonna we're gonna take a pretty big step into this book, you know. And I, uh, I mean, we're gonna be. I have a feeling it's gonna get weirder. I think it is. <laughs> I, I think it's gonna get a lot weirder. I, I do. And then also the the part that makes me sad too is like I I still think we're gonna we're gonna breeze right through this 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 book is so small compared to to Dune. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's true. Like the next five chapters that we read will will probably be about a third of the way through the book, maybe. Yeah, close, yeah. right? Clo- yeah. Oh, close, close yeah. to I, it, I maybe. That, I think that's even a conservative estimate. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, no, it's it's true. But the cool thing is, is uh, you know. We got we got other books lined up we too. Do. Yeah. So we're we we we're just at the beginning of this of, of this journey that we didn't know we were going to take. <laughs> so Yeah. It's exciting. Um cool. Well as a ho- as the host, do you wanna um wrap things up? Totally. Um thank you for joining us on as we as we embark on uh this this next book. Um it seems to be uh, offering a lot of uh, different shit, uh, and I'm I'm excited to see where that takes us all. So stick around, stay tuned. Um, Connor, can you do the co-host thing and and tell them where they can send stuff? Yeah, I mean, uh, Dune Dudes Pod at Gmail dot com is our new email address. So send uh, comments, questions, concerns. If you want to strike up a conversation, don't be afraid. Um, it would be cool if you would review, rate, and subscribe on iTunes. I don't ever ask that, but like, I'm going to just ask it and see what happens. Um, it's yeah, gonna be probably do it. Nobody, but do you know, it. why not? So do that. That would be awesome if you could do that. Uh, like, like, like I said, we're trying to ride this hype train. 
We're trying to use the Dune series, the the Dune franchise, as our as our our uh, our, our meal ticket. Yeah, we are officially selling out. Yes. So. Yeah. I mean, like whatever the big thing after Dune is, you can expect us to have a podcast about it. So if if this works, if this is successful, if if we actually successfully ride the hype train and get, you know, are 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 well paid for it, um, which is yet to be seen, but I've got a very good feeling about it. Uh, yeah. You can follow us at Corrupt TV on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, until next time, Connor, take it away. Uh, hold on. There was a, there was a line I was going to uh, <laughs> read go. here. If you just here uh, give me a minute. It's No, it was really good. It was really good. You just got to. You, you can cuckold me all you want. You Oh, thank you. That's, yeah. <laughs> until next time. Bye.